Welcome to Beauty and the Ghee, the BJJ podcast about jujitsu and life on and off the mat from the female perspective. I'm Jen Eads, a white belt full of curiosity and questions about all things jujitsu. And I'm AJ Klingerman, a Brazilian jujitsu purple belt. Excited about some big goals for my teammates. And we want you to meet our teammate, Valerie, who has some giant goals for the month of July. Welcome to the podcast, Valerie. Hey, ladies. Hey. <laughs> let's just start off with Valerie's big goal. Yeah. So first, let's talk about like, how did it start? Like what made, what gave you the idea? And what is the goal? Okay. So randomly one night after jujitsu, I went home and I saw a another female jujitsu practitioner back from back home in Milwaukee who is from uh, another gym and she had posted that she's trying to get 100 rolls in July and so I asked her about it and she said it's just something that their team does so they all try and get 100 rolls in July so she said well why don't you try and do it with us you can be like our Indiana version so I said okay let's do this I'll try and do 100 rolls in July nice and that was Brie right that, yeah, yeah, Brie. From Red Chafers? Yep. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So that started your goal of 100 rolls in July. Yes. And I also put that as a goal. And I think maybe Risser, I'm trying to think if anybody else like has been keeping track of their, they're trying to hit 100. So. Yeah, I know a couple of ladies from my gym back in Milwaukee had joined on also. So, so it's been pretty cool because it ended up being many people kind of joined in. So it's kind of fun every day to see who's doing it. To see where they are. Yeah. yeah. I think you're blowing everyone out of the water. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I did end up having to switch up my goal because I was pretty close to a hundred two weeks in. So I upped it to about 150. I didn't want to double it because I knew there would be a week in there that was a little bit more difficult. So I got up to or I pushed it up to 150. That's amazing. So you feel pretty on track for being able to hit that? I do. My husband doesn't think I am. <laughs> what a naysayer. <laughs> yeah, as of today, I'm at 91. So I have a week and two days or a week and a day left, I think, to get the rest of them. Nice. I think you can do it. You, it's just math. So. It's just yeah, math. I think I can do it. Yeah. So what is the most rolls you've done in a day? I think 10. It's good. I think it was at one of our comp trainings that I did 10. Yeah. So yeah, on Sundays for our team, we do um, a competition training uh, Sundays at noon and it's a lot of drills and um, usually some stand up and then tons of rounds. It's great, great training. It's probably my favorite training of the week. But yeah. So comp training. I'm going to have to check that out. You I've should. not been there yet. It's, it's, it's tough, but it's good. This, Super tough. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Says the woman doing 150 rolls this month. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. What's been your biggest surprise of doing all the rolls? That I've been able to do as many, I think has been the biggest surprise because I think initially going into it, you hear a hundred and it sounds like so many, um, but the fact that in two weeks I had already come so close to 100, it made me realize like, yeah, it's, it's possible and I could push myself more than I thought I could. Do you have any concept of how many rolls you did on a normal month before this? Well, if I'm talking the last seven months before this, <laughs> it's been pretty awful. 
I know I spoke to you before, AJ, about this, but I have found through doing this that I had a lot of excuses as to why I couldn't come. And now I'm seeing like I'm way more able to come than I thought <laughs> or that I said. <laughs> um, because I, I would say, oh, well, my kids won't be able to sit through that many classes in the week or um, I have to make sure that I'm home so I can make dinner in time. So it has helped me to get in a routine because I'm a stay-at-home mom and we homeschool. So our we don't have a very good routine per se because we have a lot of ability to flex our days. Right. So this has put me into a routine of, okay, we have to have dinner done by such and such time so that we can leave and get there. And then surprisingly, my children do rather well when they're here as long as we remember to bring things to do for them when right. it's my turn to roll. Um, but that's been something is just the excuses as to why I can't come because really I can. Yeah. So when yeah. you're uh, done with this podcast, you have 10 push-ups. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> So for anyone that maybe this is their first episode <laughs> catching this, fill, fill us in on why Valerie now owes 10 push-ups. So in the month of July, our team, in addition to a few of us trying to get 100 rolls, we're playing what we call the game. Um, and for that game, you're not allowed to say the word that is spelled C-A-N apostrophe T. You aren't able to say the extended version of that either. <laughs> and if you're caught saying it, you owe 10 push-ups. So um, I know I've hit 100 push-ups in a day for sure. <laughs> um, and honestly, I probably catch myself more than anyone else catches me. And sometimes if like something like somebody was really upset the other night talking to me and said it a few times and I was like don't call them out they're having, like they're they're opening up don't don't say uh by the way at the end of this conversation you have 40 push-ups so sometimes I let it slide too but it's funny that you say that because we're, we're actually doing it as a family also and I have done so many push-ups this month also but we had a really rough day on Sunday we ended up a drive that should have taken three and a half hours took seven. Oh. <laughs> and in that time, obviously, there was a lot of frustration and <laughs> our nerves were not where they should have been. So we had to take a day off of the game. <laughs> See, sometimes forgiveness is okay. So I think sometimes you just have to be like, you know what? I need a timeout. <laughs> well, yeah, because the kids kept calling us on it. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Everyone's like, how long is July? It's the longest month of the year. <laughs> the other day, our girl Andrea said it, did 10 push-ups. No sooner did she finish, she stood up and she was like, I just blank and said it again. Like, And I was like, that's 10 more. And she ended up doing 30 in a row. She could not get the sentence out because she just kept instantly saying the word and then she'd just drop and do 10 more push-ups. <laughs> My kids have started replacing it with the word bleep. So it sounds like they're cursing, but they're really not. That's great. That's great. <laughs> I 
did hear Marcelo earlier say he was like, I'm not able to do this because I didn't bring, you know, whatever. And I was like, great job. Like, because that is one of those things where you would instantly just say the word. Mm -hmm. I was very impressed. He's five. Yeah, he's five. And he's definitely been the one that's had the most issue. (laughs) (laughs) He's doing great. And just to kind of continue on the conversation of why it is, you know, about being cognizant of our words um, and also not having that knee jerk reaction that we're not able to do something, but rather, you know, it's hard for me or I'm having trouble with it and maybe finding a way to actually do something instead of just saying that you're not able to. Yeah, to to kind of bring it back to jujitsu, I found myself actually when we drill techniques saying it a lot. Yeah. And so I had to figure out a way to stop. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise I was doing a lot of push string <laughs> technique. <laughs> That's good. I mean, like it is because there's sometimes like, it's really hard to do something. You know, you don't think you can get your foot up there. I, I had to think about what I said <laughs> um, or whatever, you know? So then it's like, okay, can I alter this to make it work for me? Or, you know, how, how can I figure out the best way to accomplish this? So I think July is a good month. Because it feels like you're working on mindset as well as getting in the 150 rolls. And I think getting rid of that word probably, it would seem like it would be helpful. It is helpful. Like I'm going to figure out how to make this happen rather than just leave it as, eh. Especially yeah. like your husband saying that you're not able to get 150. Like, yep. <laughs> like that, that word's not in my vocabulary. I'm not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm we had a whole discussion. It. I was like, it's only this many per class. I can for sure do this. Right? It's all math. It's all math. That's why when you first posted it, I was like, all right, let's math it out. Let's figure out if you train four days a week and then, you know, you need this many rolls a day. And and it's funny because when you initially broke down the math, I was like, wow, that doesn't seem so bad. And then it's funny because the first week I went, I went from before this probably training twice a week to now I've been coming five to six times a week. And sometimes two in a day. Yep. Yeah. So today I will do two. Yeah. How has that impacted your jujitsu? I'm definitely more aware of like where I'm placing my body and things during my roles because I've had so much time to work on technique. Mm-hmm. So I, it's definitely impacted it in a good way. Yeah. Also, you got your blue belt this month, right? I did. What a great month. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> That's awesome. That's yeah, awesome. That was a surprise for the month. <laughs> wow. Good. Have you been taking days off then? Or have, how have you mapped out your schedule to get 150 that we know that you're going to get? So the first two weeks, I actually did map it out where I had one day off. Um, it was usually either Friday or Saturday. Now, last week, we had a lot of life things just going on. So I knew that it would be less roles for the week. So I knew that then this week I would have to put more work in. Yeah. But so this week, I probably won't take a day off. (laughs) (laughs) It's all right. It's one week, right? Yeah. Yeah. And if your body tells you you really need it, then you take it and you try to make it up on the back end. You know, and it's funny that you bring up my body like, I thought that I would be really awful and sore throughout this. And surprisingly, I feel a lot better than usual. So I think that my body like craved moving more. Yes. So it's, yeah. it's That's been what, awesome. I mean, really like with my back issues and everything, like I feel better when I roll. Just that, that forced movement, just I feel so much better when I train. Yeah. What does August bring? So now that we... 
you know, now that we've, you know, worked towards 100 roles or 150 roles and you got your blue belt and you've <laughs> taken this word out of your vocabulary for the most part, like what does August hold for you? Well, it's funny. I actually have been thinking about that because like I said, before this month, I wasn't training a whole lot. I had had a lot of time of just kind of backing off from jujitsu. So I have been training so much and I know at least the first couple weeks I'll continue to train pretty intensely because I'm doing a competition for the first time in three years. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I will do the ego tournament here in Indianapolis. Nice. Um, in mid August. So the first part of August, I'll still be pretty consistently coming just because I'm prepping for that. But I want to make sure that I don't fall back into my excuses of why I can't train. So I'm going to well, try and meet your what? My excuses? Oh. Of why you... Oh, I did it again! <laughs> All right. At the end of this podcast, you have 20 push-ups. <laughs> yes. The best is always when somebody says something and you're like, what? And then they repeat it. And you're like, okay, that's 20. I won't do it to you again. <laughs> that's good though it's good all right so competing in the extreme grappling open and you have competed before but it's been a few years yeah so the about six months after I started training I did compete and I actually enjoyed it and I I did well and it was there was no reason to not continue I just didn't do it again and then I did like little scrimmages back home like in between there but I didn't compete in like an official tournament and so this will be my first one in three years a little excited. nervous nervous I'm yeah. nervous yeah are you excited too or just nervous honestly probably more just nervous that's all right, that's all right. <laughs> I wish I could say I was like super excited <laughs> no, <I'm not. laughs> that's okay honestly it, to bring up the blue belt like getting my blue belt made it I think even more nerve wracking because I went into the idea of I'm going to compete at white belt level oh, and then yeah. getting my blue belt like made it a different thing in my head. Yeah. So, yeah. So um, I got my blue belt the Monday before a competition. Yeah. And then had to change my stuff to compete at blue belt. So I understand that like that. But you have some time to like settle in a little bit and you're going to do great. So what did you do then to like change up your game or did you not? I didn't really. I mean, I knew my game plan. I knew what I wanted. Um, and then it was nice because I would have been, you know, definitely going against my main training partner had I still been a white belt. So it was nice when, you know, it was kind of a relief. I was like, okay, good. Now at least we don't have to fight each other because that would have, you know, just she was my main training partner at the time. We trained together all the time. So that was nice. I definitely had a solid game plan going in. It didn't work out great. The, the, I only had one girl in my division. She was taller than the ref. She was very tall. <laughs> <laughs> and she'd had her blue belt for like three years. And she hit me with my game plan, which is always the worst. <laughs> when you're like, this is what I want. And you're like, no, no, no. That's what I wanted. I wanted to do. I must've put my game plan out wrong. <laughs> like, <laughs> I wanted to get the Ezekiel and you Ezekieled me. Okay, sure. <laughs> but you know, it was still a great experience. And honestly, when I finished, I was like, I want to do this every weekend. I, I loved it so much. And all in all, like competition wise, 
I haven't always had the best record, but I crave competing. Like I want to compete more and more. And because of that, sometimes I compete when I'm, you know, being dumb, <laughs> like a week after I dislocated my shoulder, I competed. Um, so I try to be smarter now since I'm older, but I love it. Yeah. See, I, I know that for me, like having the goal of 150 for July, it's motivated me and pushed me to like even change my eating habits and do like all kinds of things way better. So I can, I know I'm like really goal driven. Mm -hmm. And so if I don't have a goal, then I just kind of yeah. feel lost. Yeah. And I know like I get really like amped up at like the last competition. I was like really amped up. There was a big joke between a lot of the guys back home because I actually won my last match that I had there, but I had a face that just looked like I was so <laughs> upset. <laughs> like, you know, you won, right? After this, <laughs> I had three different people come up to me and be like, you realize you won, right? <laughs> but I was upset because I had got, gotten caught. And I, I think I told both of you about this at one point. I had gotten caught, caught in a bow and arrow for like two minutes of that match. And I had to just wait for her arms to kind of give out <laughs> and I was mad at myself for getting caught for that long and they're like you realize you won and I'm like yeah but I shouldn't have been caught for that long <laughs> so the guys at the gym would tell my husband like man I wouldn't want to be the one um making her upset like sure honey I'll take out the garbage <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> James uh, when he first started competing like won all the time and he beat everyone with a submission and then the first match he won by points he was so mad and his coach was like you know you won right and he was like yeah but I didn't tap him so was that even a win like <laughs> 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 okay <laughs> Real fast before, you know, we kind of wrap up this conversation, I want you to dive in a little more about talking about that it's changed your eating habits. So was it just basically when you ate bad, you felt like garbage rolling or what made it change? Well, going back to I needed to be in more of a routine, we would just kind of slack and be like out and not thinking about when we were going to eat. And so honestly, we ate out a lot. Yeah. We ate out a lot. So having the routine we know, okay, we're going to get up. We're going to have this for breakfast. We have to be here by such and such time. So we have to have dinner before that. So we actually haven't eaten out much in the past three weeks. And so it just feels so much better. Like my body feels better. That's awesome. We actually ate out this past weekend and I just felt awful after not eating yeah. out for so long. So yeah, it's definitely just been... Nice. way better for us i love all the little extra benefits that you know you didn't expect that's really cool. yeah i definitely wasn't expecting a lot of it <laughs> <laughs> good so with that thought we always like to talk about like a on the mat tip or an off the mat tip or both actually so what would you like to give us for our on the mat tip so on the mat, um, definitely try when you're training to roll with different people because through doing the 150 July rolls, I've actually been keeping a list of who I roll with and seeing in there that I roll with my husband significantly more than anyone else. And so in this July, I've also met a lot of people from our <laughs> team because I've had to go up to them and find out their names so I can put their name on my list. So nice. try and roll with different people just so that you're getting to know everyone. It's awesome. 
And then off the mat? Off the mat is being cognizant of your excuses. Don't make excuses as to why you are unable to train. (laughs) But find ways to make it happen. That's awesome. That is awesome. Perfect. In the next few weeks, we're going to be rolling out some of the Q&A from the Role Model Women's Only Grappling Camp and uh, the questions that we asked both Emily Kwok and Rachel Casillas. Valerie asked a question about her children training and whether uh, Emily and Rachel's children train. And so since Valerie asked that question, we wanted to just go ahead and pop it on the end of this podcast. And I hope you look forward to the ones coming up in the future, too. And Valerie, um, real quick. So as a mom with young children, do your children train? Would you encourage them to train? And if they do or they, you think they might, what would be your role in their jiu-jitsu? So um, I always encourage, I encourage my children to train. My daughter does not train. She is in gymnastics. She thinks jiu-jitsu is awful. She has a um, guilt complex about that. But mommy and daddy both do jujitsu. I feel bad that you all want me to do jujitsu, don't you? Like you want me to be good at jujitsu. I'm like, no, baby, I want you to be good at what you want to do, right? So I support them in their activity. Would I tell them that I would love for them to do jujitsu? Absolutely. My son's going to be a monster. He's five. He's heel hooking the out of people. Like he is, my brown belts taught him how to pull in like an inverted garden. He's going to be a beast. His favorite person is Bouchesha. His dog's named Bouchesha. We're bringing, oh, by the way, we're bringing Bouchesha in in August for my son's birthday, the most expensive birthday present in the world for a seminar. Yeah, right? Yeah. So I'm paying like five grand so my son can see Bouchesha at his birthday party. (laughs) When did I become a yuppie? Okay, yeah, right? Um, God, I know. So, um, yes, I would encourage them. I would not force them to do it because this is not a sport that if you don't love it, you won't stay in it, right? It's got to be in you. I can't, I didn't force my daughter. She was one, she was the original mini rhino. We started a three to five-year-old class. She lasted eh, a year, maybe. Um, and so she's eight and a half now. She doesn't do it. She doesn't love it. But it's in my son's blood, and so I'll support him. Bye, Second Emily. part of the question. I will not, bye, Emily, bye. I will not um, be their coach. So um, I have such a personal I've told my husband that when Tristan starts really competing um, in jujitsu and or wrestling, that I'm going to have to be outside, like, of the room. Like, someone's just going to text me and tell me how he did. That's just me personally. But my husband is in a way, he is such a good coach that he can desensitize and detach and coach versus being a parent, right? Um, I am not to the point in my coaching ability to do that. But there are people that can do that. Thank you very much for joining us. Thanks for having me. And I just want it noted that this is the first podcast that we are recording actually on the mat. Yes. <laughs> endurance. <laughs> so it's going to sound a little different than some of the other ones, but this is, this is a really great place to make a podcast about Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Yeah, on the mat. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Valerie, thanks for joining us for this episode. Thank you. For the folks that want to connect with you and follow along on your next goal. Where can they find you on Instagram? They can find me at Goal Seeking Mama. Perfect. And I'm AJ Klingerman. If you want to follow me, connect with me. And I'm at Brassy Broad Jen. And you can also find Beauty and the Ghee on Instagram at Beauty and the Ghee Podcast. Thanks for listening. Be sure to share this podcast with, let's say, three friends. Just 
How about three friends? You How send about 150? It? Well, I like. <laughs> okay, in the month of July, I want you to share this podcast <laughs> with 100 of your friends, maybe 150. Uh, no, if, if you'd share it, we'd really appreciate it. Obviously, it helps if you subscribe or follow, or depending on your podcast app that you choose, um, and give us a review. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the mat. Yeah, this is we're totally we're making this up as we go on. <laughs> so what? Say whatever. It's our podcast. <laughs> we make our own rules. That's right. <laughs> <laughs>